strong enough to show up on a drug test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa, you had that Nescafe stuff, huh? All right, we're recording now. Uh, let's see what we got that's here. I my, that's why I tell my coworkers, and they're like, you know, like, God, Mark, how do you drink something? It's like, first of all, I make this shit strong enough to show up on a drug test. <laughs> Second of all, why can't you drink it? My wife drinks it. Oh, nice. <laughs> What's wrong with you, bitches? You pull, you pull that card. I like that one. It's always the funniest. Yeah, men are the biggest bitches. That's I've had that theory for years now where even when guys like to call people bitches and I look at them like, dude, by the definition of, of bitchy, 99% of the guys I've run across fit that. You know what I mean? And it's not, I don't know, it's just weird that... Especially now. I mean, back in the day when you, you know, so, like, yeah. you see the those memes with the guy that's like, you know, ready to Oh, box yeah, the boxer dude. Yeah. You know. Back in the day, men were manly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now being a manly man is frowned upon. Oh, toxic masculinity. Ah, kiss my grits. (laughs) Go to to Texas and see what they think of your toxic masculinity. Uh, Kiss my gritty ass. Um, You know what? I'm going to make a sticker that says, you know, put it on the uh, the garage. Caution, toxic masculinity at work or something like that. (laughs) Put that on my toolbox or something. It's like just to trigger some snowflakes. Well, you got a really big one working there, so. Tim? Steven. Oh. Hey, we can't just be naming people. No. This, this stuff gets out, especially here in this little town. We get, we get, we get. Uh, they know who no, they are. No, no, no one knows. No listens to us. They're all overseas. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> yeah, These people true, know yeah. how I feel about them. <laughs> you know what? I don't have proof that anybody in Fresno. Well, other than, other than you other guys, than us. yeah, that listens to us in Fresno. So that, well, your mm-hmm. brother too. Yeah, my brother listens yeah. to us. So. Shout What's out up, to Ace Austin. <laughs> well, that's a cool nickname. Get that. Let's get that tattooed as a as a memento or something. I, I, he's a chef. And I told him that he needs to create a sauce oh. to use on like sandwiches or something and name it the A sauce. And he's like, I always forget. <laughs> he always forgets. He's got to copyright that bad. He's got to copyright Before, that. Yeah. Hey, check on the, just because um, it doesn't have a screen that window. So I'm just kind of. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go close it. Cautious of it. Yeah. And why did something cool recently with my nephews where, I don't know why it's something that kind of never thought of, but we started watching King of the Hill. And and they got really into like they, they like yeah. it more than Simpsons like which is like, pretty cool for well, me. Well, it's deeper than Simpsons. Well, I mean, I I guess I haven't shown them a lot of the classic Simpsons. We've watched a few episodes, or you know, I have to think about or with with that and King of the Hill because I like them so much. I could put on the season and kind of look through, you know, especially the little thumbnails or whatever. But for some reason, I don't even remember what triggered it. You know, they didn't mention it, but I was just like, let's watch King of the Hill. And I mean, they got into it like we were watching episodes in a row, and where later on in the day they'd request it. Even besides playing Nintendo, man. So when Damn. you know when, yeah. When, and how old are these kids? Uh, one's fourteen, fifteen, something like that. And then okay, no you know what? That makes 12? sense because they're trying. I think they're trying to relate to Bobby. Bobby was about thirteen. <laughs> they hate Bobby. Like they hate Bobby. My youngest kid or nephew hates Bobby, and I'm just like, dude, you gotta respect Bobby. Like, I like you gotta Bobby. put up. Yeah, <laughs> dang it, Bo- I like. Damn it, cl- Bobby. <laughs> yeah, I like clowning on him, but like he's legit. The heart of the. I, I still remember in my head that episode where he was trying to get back with uh, Khan. Connie? Connie. Connie. Connie, oh yeah. Connie. Con Junior. Con Junior, come here. And, and uh, like where he's, like she's not interested in him anymore or whatever. And then he, he does the classic where he's like, like what are you talking about? What? And he's like crying. What are you talking about? Yeah, and it's so like sad just watching him just sort of Terrible break down. Lady. And it's kind of like, man, this kid goes through the ringer, you know. Oh, yeah. More than, he goes through all the teen stuff, like, you know, before that. I mean. What is it like in the first uh, couple episodes where he get caught smoking and his dad makes him smoke the whole pack or whatever? And then they get addicted. Yeah, they, <laughs> they well, get they used to smoke. Again. And then yeah, that's a, that's a really good episode too. And, and know, like Luann locks them in there so they can't have any cigarettes. Well, they're fighting over the one cigarette. Yeah. yeah. 
It's funny. It's like that's that's okay. Part of you what, take a puff, and then I'll take a puff. <laughs> that's what makes that show so good. Is you know, it's like this is stuff kids in the 90s dealt with mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, then yeah. getting older it's like you know it, when you're a kid you know you relate a bit good deal to bobby yeah and then watching looking back at it watching it now it's like damn it's it like, i have become hank hill <laughs> no i think you're more like dale no steve steven's dale you're steven is definitely dale because <laughs> he oh, believes cool. some, i mean this is a guy that for the you know until i basically smacked him in the face with the you know with the sh- truth, truth <laughs> yeah. he was convinced nintendo used to be an italian company so well, I, I mean, oh, wow. uh, there is one guy at your work that listens to this, but he'll totally agree with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. I'm oh, glad that's, my, that's my boy Eric. Yeah. <laughs> shout, shout out to Eric. Shout out to Eric, uh, second Fresno. We're gonna do our. Love you, buddy. <laughs> I can't wait till we get our like top ten Fresno that I listen to us. So we, we, we're, we're up to bring them on for a panel. <laughs> yeah, do a little panel. Like, what do you like about this show? Do a little. Uh, what do they do? The uh, focus group. Yeah. Little focus go. group. What do we not talk about anymore? Like, oh, I can't stand. Uh, Mario, like, damn it, you're off the show, man. Don't listen to our show anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, boo, hiss. <laughs> Every episode, we just dedicate to trashing them. Like, uh, Mark told me that he did this this week. Yeah, but no, um, my friend told me this years ago. Like, my best friend told me some years ago that he totally, like, he totally, uh, uh, like, thinks like Hank. You know, he's a, he's a very practical guy. Like, you can't hate him. With, you know, he's this red-blooded American. You know, every time he talks about that, that damn, that, uh, that beautiful <laughs> lady of liberty, and he, you know, sheds a tear like, I'll tell you what. Like, the one thing that bugs me about Hank is how terrified he is that Bobby's going to end up feminine. Yeah. Or, I mean, just well, not like him. Just, just not like him, yeah. yeah. I mean, from playing sports, you know, like, yeah. well, like when Bobby playing, uh, tries out on sport, he gets so excited. He's just kind of like. Yeah. Well, see, Bo- he's, he's pushing his life on Bobby. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have to understand the like Hank that. character a little bit, where Hank's coming from. That his mom was basically shoved into her own psyche. You know, his dad was a piece of dirt, man. God, Cotton is fucking psychotic. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, everything yeah. revolves around his his shins and the you know everything. War. Everything Kill that Finney, happened to him, yeah. is, you know, comes back to you know. Next thing I knew, I was beating him to death with a big, big piece, piece of fatty. fatty. <laughs> like every story yeah. that Cotton tells ends with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, so yeah. Hank grew up with that, and that scared. You know, and also Hank's mom is like this shell of a person you know they do that mm-hmm. when they go to florida and she's collecting the miniatures and everything. oh right yeah you know and the guy's like you know the guy that makes them you know hank doesn't understand why the miniatures are so important to her they're just these little figurines yeah and it's like that's because maybe she collects the miniatures because she feels like she's a miniature it's like well, damn <laughs> well she was very much like that was that was her thing you know in that in that household or whatever that was her little like you know, yeah, happy that, place. That was a little, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the one thing Cotton couldn't take from her. Yeah, because yeah. he, you know, because their marriage destroyed just about everything else in her. So yeah. that's Hank's childhood right there. And then he sees what the what's going on in the world, and he's trying to give Bobby. You know, Hank pretty much had to carve out a life for himself between the oppression, and you know, he he never got the birds and the bees talk or anything from his parents. Yeah, that comes up several times. You know about how. A, sexually repressed Hank is. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, when when uh, Peggy's learning the uh, vagina, like that's one yeah. of the episodes. Happy you know, penis. Happy that was penis. just not something. So the fact that you know, think about the ni- the world that we were lived in the nineties. Yeah. Sex sells. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was a very chaotic time. A lot of things were social norms were changing. Uh, bikinis were freaking everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so well, yeah, like we saw that episode where um, 
Hank was like approving, of, disproving of his music, but he liked the the four score because he sounded like, like, uh, like what is like like uh, bebop, not bebop, doo-wop. Sound like doo-wop because he heard like the first intro, but they're like a boy band. So he went to concert, he was all excited, but then the guys strip off and they're like in little short shorts, and then Bobby's like like you know, freak dancing with <laughs> yeah, yeah, boo. I was yeah, I was yeah. So Hank Hank Hill grew up on you know Hank Williams Senior. And then mm-hmm. Bobby's growing up in the world of Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. yeah. So it's a huge culture clash. Yeah. What is it? A uh, broccoli head? You know, he doesn't. He doesn't get it. Celery head. Celery head. Yeah. 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 The standard, which I think that was a uh, parody of Carrot Top. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty like right on brand. And yeah, it's it's real cool. Like, and not only that, for also just because Bobby, his only son, but. Like it, it was a, a struggle to make him, you know, with his narrow urethra. There's a whole yeah. episode about him, like how hard it was to conceive. You know, they had ladybird. He's got a narrow urethra and no ass. Yeah, and no, no ass. ass. Yeah, no ass. We're here, no rear. <laughs> she, that's yeah, the one the, with the, yeah, they're racing team, right, diminished yeah. glutes. That's one of my favorite episodes. I show. I that's one. I like. I'm gonna show the boys. You this want one. me to wear a fake hiney? <laughs> uh, boy, you're wearing butt boobies. <laughs> oh yeah, his, his dad. Yeah. Oh, that was. It's so messed up. His dad. He ended up having another kid with that. Uh, young lady good hank yeah 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 good yeah hank. talk about not G-H. He basically like rewiped them and like good hank you know yeah oh, that's funny. just call him gh for short so not only that but he but cotton doves on bobby so much which was uh-huh. what hank wanted and so it's also like hank has to fight with that like why didn't you do that hard with on me? Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah well i mean that's just the trope of grandparents yeah. are the biggest they treat the grandparents and i'm sure we will be as well yeah it's all it's just a great hear that grandparents you guys messed or parents you guys messed us up. Uh, sorry, I, I might need a. I mean, Beth and I have seen this. Both of our oh, parents. Oh, both this, of our parents encouraging our encouraging Lily to go and do shit that we would have gotten. <laughs> Got you know, in trouble for. <laughs> oh go throw God. a rock at the neighbor's window. It's like it's climbing okay. up a tree. That's a paddling. That's a paddling. Yeah. yeah Jumping on the cushions of her white sofas. Oh hell no. Oh hell, hell no! Yeah, imagine that. Sh- oh, Lily man. takes the cushions off, builds a fort in the middle of the room, and, and then, then jumps from one to one. One to one, yeah, yeah. How and adorable. that's just the cutest thing ever. Or yeah. when she goes and plays with the doorstop. My mom hated when I did. Oh, I used to love doing that as a kid. Yeah. I, I love doing it I too. Do, but my I mom do it hated now. It yeah. and she yelled at me for it, and now she lets Lily do it. You're gonna break the doorstop, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're so gonna pinch your fingers. Goddamn hypocrites. Yeah, so that's kind of the Hank character. So when you watch him with Bobby, yeah. you kind of have to bear all that in mind. You know, yeah. all these characters are so deep and multifaceted. Yeah. That's oh, part yeah, of the yeah. that's that's the staying power of that show. Like even uh, Luann well, yeah, becomes with, incredibly fat, multifaceted. That, that was, yeah, that was yeah. Be my, she was such a one-dimensional character at the beginning of the series, and they really but, yeah. That was kind of my, really my quick point that like when I talked to people about it, you know, I, back then watching, you know, a lot of people were kind of trash on Luann, but it's like. Dude, you, you like her she alcoholic mom, and and she comes out and like comes on her own and just it's like after being the Buckley pretty blonde dies. with the world trying to like all they use her as a sex. You know, she's pretty yeah. much like an animated Kelly Bundy, where it's kinda kind like, of like they totally kinda, underestimated, yeah. totally underestimated. But like, it's not so much they know what they're doing, but they're they're smart enough to be able to like keep themselves, you know. Uh, out of trouble for the most part. Like I know Luann, like in one of the first seasons when when Bucky died, you know, like Bucky. how hard is that? This scumbag of a dude that nobody else cares for, but like she, her heart's with this dude, and she was like breaking Bu- up uh, with Buckley. him as he, Buckley. As he oh, died. Buckley. Yeah, 
Yeah, and he's over there on the trampoline, you know, and he's like kind of. I'm breaking up with you. Do it, you know why? <laughs> Chicken thigh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, I mean, he, had, he was yeah. such an underrated character, understated character. You know, he only has like a classic couple slacker. Lines. Oh, yeah, and he's like, Slack. what, two, three Work, seasons in? Working Megalomar, yeah. And yeah, then you, there's a, that comes back around when Khan gets a big trampoline in his backyard mm-hmm. and they Luann's like that was Buckley's trampoline oh shit. and she sees where they carved you know the, their it's, initials into oh, one of the I legs of the trampoline yeah. yeah and she has this whole episode with Buckley's ghost She's yeah. because it brings all the pain back yeah yeah he's still in the Megalomore outfit but he's got the wings yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, see that's yeah. the scene I was, I was talking about mm. I didn't realize it was I thought it was from like after he died but it was like it was seasons after, after he died, but, yeah, yeah. Or like right after way, yeah. So that'd be a cool deep dive of, of King of the Hill because I mean that that's that's where the woman character starts to really grow, and then when she goes to college and then dealing with her, you know, you brought up her alcoholic mom. Yeah, yeah. comes uh, back in her life. Comes back in her life, and the woman has to put her foot down <laughs> and stand up because she's like she's totally subservient to her mom because her mom's not only an alcoholic, she's incredibly abusive oh, and yeah. manipulative. Yeah, like uh, Bill started getting interested in her and hangs like bill this is a woman whose husband went off to an oil rig and said he will only return to the mainland when he gets a polaroid of her dead body <laughs> yeah they almost get married they yeah. almost end up getting married to bill with bill and uh, her mom yeah. yeah yeah even even bill he's such a like sad sack and you know he's he, always he, crying he's for like, lorraine know, lorraine Lorraine, yeah, Lorraine. And, and then uh, like you know, she comes back in his life, but it's always cool watching. But then he has those those brief moments where he's like, because uh, uh, he used to be the you know the guy the blocker or something in football. Yeah, and yeah, so, he was the block. Mm-hmm. He was Hank's blocker. I can't the remember, bulldozer. The bu- yeah, there you go. The bulldozer. <laughs> I can't remember the episode where he like it's playing with football, or doing something, and then he has that one final push and like all his muscles fall out, and it's just great watching him like to his last shred, like putting that effort. Just mm. like he's got a you know. He's, other than his creepiness towards Peggy, like he's got a good heart. Like he's, you know, he's he's a uh, he's, he's a, a military solid dude. man. <laughs> yeah, he cuts, cuts hair. He cuts hair. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I, he, he reminds me so much of a guy I used to work with at DPS, my boy Floyd, because uh, he even had the same hair. And Floyd had <laughs> hair, the same hair. Okay. Yeah, he had the same hair. The, 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 the monk's the, crown. Yeah. The monk's crown. I'm you looking know, at that one. Kind of, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, just. A, call it the a good heart, but not the sharpest tool. You know, yeah. he's not, not oh, the no. fastest draw in the West. But <laughs> well, the sloth got him. <laughs> yeah, he, he goes with the he goes well, with mean, whatever Hank or you know even Dale. Get. If yeah. Dale could, could manipulate you, then you know you're in trouble, man. Cause yeah. My favorite character growing up was always Boomhauer, just because the way he talked cracked me up. He still <laughs> probably is kind of a favorite. And even then, see, that's how that we're, uh, one of my favorite, like when they sort of show all the all the sides of him. But it's one of the later episodes after Connie uh, broke up with with Bobby, where you know he's feeling down, and Boomhauer takes him because he's a ladies' man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're like Boom, uh, uh, Bill, uh, Hank is like Boomhauer. Show him, you know, you know, show him the rust, whatever. And he goes to the mall. And then he sees just how Boomhauer just basically hits on every woman and yeah. gets smacked. And then Bobby's like, "This is this is what you're gonna." And he laughed. Yeah, because Bobby's trying to find true love. Yeah, Bobby's yeah. like kind of like, "No, I you know I'm I'm, I'm finding true love." But then Boomhauer just kind of like, "Yo, reject, <laughs> yo," re-. and it's kind of Bobby like, "Yo, maybe I'll give you a little call sometime." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It just it's funny because ever up since then, every time you see Boomhauer, he's got a new woman pulls up in his suite. What is it, Camaro? Or I don't Something know. Something like that. I think it's a Trans Am. Trans Am, of course, Texas Trans Am. It's got, got the big know, Trans Am. With the big, with the fire chicken on the hood, the cheetah, oh, shit, cheetah yeah, print yeah. bed sheets and underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> little speedos. So he's he's like the ladies' man. But then you see in, in like Bobby, he's a player. <laughs> yeah, well, you see him through Bobby's and you're like that's that's what you do, man. Is like I don't know, man. It just well, it's, one it's of cool. the earlier episodes, like 
Hank, Hank was trying to get Buckley out of the picture. So, like, Buckley and Luann broke up. Yeah. And he was, like, going out to find a new boyfriend for Luann. Oh, that's like, right, yeah. He chooses some, you know, good, good go old American boy. Yeah. Yeah. And it turns out to be, you know... Mr. Grabby, and so Luann leaves him. She's like, "Yeah, well, I'm with Boomhauer now," and she like stays in that his house. He's like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she like Shanghai's Boomhauer, but to Boomhauer's credit, he like does the gentlemanly thing. Like she ends up sleeping on the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah he doesn't. You know, he doesn't she, hook up with her. Like, yeah. she's yeah. expecting. He a knows hookup. not to mess with her. <laughs> well, first you know, I was a child, you know, and you know it remember. really swipe swipes her because he kind of rope. She ropes him into it and like grabs him, and they go off into her house. And she's like just chattering all this stuff because she's really nervous and she's expecting a hookup. And he's just, you see him just, just move around the house. Like throw just blankets. Yeah, blankets. You know, you know, yeah. yeah. And yeah, then he goes into his bedroom and you hear a, like a door latch or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, that's, yeah, I don't know. Compare that to leaves like, her, you know, leaves her just sitting on the couch with like this blankets and pillows next to her, like, and she's just like, Oh, oh now <laughs> it makes sense. You know what? That yeah. reminds me a lot of, I don't know how much you guys watch a family guy, but of Quagmire. Mm-hmm. He's, very, he's, he's like you can't have two people that's so similar but set so opposite like Quagmire mm-hmm. just anything with the hole he's in it you know like he's Quagmire is definitely a predator yeah, yeah. well no they should, there's a couple episodes like where in his in his house there's a button and then like it straps the person in it's just it's yeah. like oh sorry wrong button yeah wrong button yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wrong trying switch. to hit the switch yeah uh, let's get away from that though because yeah. that is a cool little yeah we're, we're, we're gonna we were the boss to do by 50 states. Uh, so I guess we, we, that, we could do a good review of uh, King of the Hill. King of the Hill, yeah. Well, see, I might, well, that, like I that said, could be another show. Uh, for, That'd be fun. For a while now, I've been rewatching it and I kind of started from season one and just kind of skipped to like maybe episodes. I, like. I mean, I still watch like more than half of each one. But so I got the boys started on, you know, where I'm at. I'm not going to rewatch what I just well, rewatched. When you get done with it or when they get bored with King of the Hill, uh, you can also turn them on to uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Beth and I are doing a review of that <laughs> right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's what it's one of those like Discussions I got to gotta watch some. Well, yeah, we, twenty <laughs> minutes in and we didn't get to name drop it. So yeah. <laughs> Usually it's Mark. This time I had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, not that show, but uh, here with the giant Azalean. Uh, I guess we'll start the show now. They does listen to us, and it's going back to the Wright brothers. The world's first successful plane flight took off and landed in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. Hey, the Carolinas. Orville and Wilbur Wright, otherwise known as the Wright brothers, designed the aircraft over many years in their home state, Ohio. But North Carolina can claim to be the state of the first flight. Damn, Ohio got jipped. That's kind of messed up. And they listen to us. Sad for Ohio. Well, at least Ohio got the bicycles. Uh, Ohio? Yeah. Eh. Well, before who rides a bicycle these days? Well, back then everyone rode a bicycle. Yeah, that's true. And every other, just like the Built metric system, every other country in the world uses <laughs> who, bicycles. Who rides though. bicycles nowadays? Homeless people. Well, <laughs> every other country though, like you see all the little, especially like in what in the um, Asian countries, you just see where there's just masses of bicycles flying because yeah, they can afford yeah. cars, and the little cars is kind of like get the fuck out of my way, man. It's like we used to say when we were working in storage: if they come on the bike, they ain't right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long was the first uh, plane flight? Oh God, it was only like a, a couple, couple hundred sec- yards. Like a minute, <laughs> twelve seconds, and covering a distance of twelve feet. So they rode at a at a blistering one foot per second. <laughs> so walking speed. 
Yeah, I can just imagine the guy next to him like, are you guys going to stop anytime soon? I'm 40 meters. From that me. makes that Simpsons episode more accurate than you ever really thought about. If, you, if the tennis racket gets missed, you bob, the post covers <laughs> won't. Oh, yeah. And like, it's going too slow. Suggest we get out and walk. They're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're trying to grab it. Yeah, not the right brothers playing. The Smithsonian's gonna have my ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we're supposed to have a war tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Goddamn Smithsonian's. Well, I said you know, bringing up the bicycles. Uh, most people don't know this that before the plane thing, uh, the only reason they were able to get the money to do that yeah. was before that they were uh, they made they made bicycles. They owned a bicycle factory. Hmm. The rights. Yeah. Well, there so you go. somewhere out there, if you can find one, you have a Wright Brothers bicycle. I'm sure you that's are nice. On and some history. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. You make a clean mint with that. Holy shit! Yeah. You're retired yeah. for sure. That's like, uh, that's a collectible. I like that they tried to uh, put a little bit of history in um, Animal Crossing. The dodos that run the airline Dodo. are Wilbur and Orville. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Never mind, is the, the dodo, so it's... Yeah, yeah. yeah it's funny, because you, you take off in this plane to go to different islands. Yeah. Well, not, and only, not only dodos are... Not well, only are dodos I, and I'm getting to that. I'm getting okay. to that. Because when you, when you take off, he says, you know, remember to do as dodos do. <laughs> it's like, what? Go extinct? Yeah, <laughs> just die well, out? Not, yeah. al- not only are they extinct, they were flightless. Yeah. Oh, they were. Oh, shit. That was one of the reasons they were so easy to hunt. <laughs> <laughs> you see the penguin just kind of looking awkwardly like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> like the Simpsons were uh, with Bart's Comet and, you know, the shadows looming over the city and, like, all these penguins in the zoo kind of look at each other and fly away. We're out. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, yeah. Of all the accurate stuff uh, Simpsons get, I'm sure that confused a lot of people. They're like, hold on a goddamn That's like the time they go to Africa and, like, the <clears throat> giraffe pops out of a gopher mound. Yeah. <laughs> and Lisa's just like, that's not right. What did you just see, Lisa? What did you just see? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Like all this animal doing, well, I mean, all these remember, animals doing um, just opposite stuff. Yeah. In Madagascar, before they, you know, that um, hypochondriac one showed up, uh, all the, whenever something happened to the giraffes, they had to go to the dying hole. <laughs> it's just a hole they sat in, their heads just above the ground. They sat there and waited to die. Oh, That's yeah. In the kids' movie? Yeah. Holy yeah. Shit, <clears throat> I forgot about the dying the, hole. It was the second, it was the second Madagascar, I think. Not only the but. dying hole. Yeah, but they figure the first one, kids can handle this kind of stuff. That's crazy. Eh, I mean, we could. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, were, kids, we, we were good. Yeah, our cartoons hard. We grew up with Mufasa being trampled by wildebeests. We can handle this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that was... That's still. I'm still not. I still cry during that scene. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. You can't. You can't. We, we, yeah, had, we, we had Lion King. We had Beauty and the Beast. We had Labyrinth. Secret Ooh. of Nim. Secret of Nim. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Oh, never never yeah. yeah. story. You come out on the. If you. Yeah, like the nostalgia critic said, scaring values into our children since <laughs> the 1980s. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the never in the story. I remember seeing that in school in like third grade. And I'm just kind of like. The fuck, man! Like this is you, yeah. We just watched. You know, first see this guy wa- watches his heart, his horse sink into the mud and his die. His horse and best friend. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. His horse was definitely his best friend. And then you watch him get eaten by a wolf. I don't remember the wolf part, man. I I just couldn't get past the horse part. Uh, what do you guys think the North America's geographical center is? What state is that? North America's geographic center. It's actually a state that listens to us, so shout out to South North, Dakota. North Dakota. Oh, pretty close. Good. Not too bad. 
You know what? We haven't gotten to them, but screw South Dakota. They don't listen to us. <laughs> but North we like Dakota. South Dakota. I suppose the states uh, Beth and I were planning on fling to. Yeah, <laughs> that's where that's where we talk. So we're going to, that'd be a cool sort of when we get to South Dakota, maybe on this episode. Don't count on it. Uh, in 1928, the U.S. Geological Survey Department, shout out to them. My, my buddy works with the survey, so he likes them. Made an incorrect calculation. Oh, never mind. Screw you guys. <laughs> that positioned the continent. Wait a the government agency making a mistake? <gasps> what? No. We still haven't gotten the metric system down, so <laughs> we make a few mistakes. Uh, maybe that's why they fucked up. Uh, the position they that positioned the continent geographical center to lie somewhere between the towns of Balta and Rugby, oh, with Rugby soon after staking claim to be in the home of North America Center. Funnily enough, funnily, funnily? enough. That's what this guy said. <laughs> Is that a word? Funnily uh, enough. Funny enough. Maybe. This, he made me like something out of the old husband. You know, goodliest. Well, I'm going to have to look up the guy who Get wrote him, this. Get him, really. Get him. A non-American wrote an American list? That's uncalled for. <laughs> the calculation was only discovered to be incorrect in 2017. So for damn near 100 years by a geography, geography professor who found the actual location in a shocking twist. The, ge- the adra- geographical center of North America is, I kid you not, in a town called Center in North Dakota. That sounds like some made-up shit, so I'm going to look it <laughs> up. Yeah, that's, if he hadn't so, said, I kid you not, I first probably would have believed First off, it. look up if there is a city so, called Center. So, I mean, Centerville might be onto something. They might know <laughs> something we don't. Yeah, yeah the damn uh, <laughs> lizard people. Well, well, no, I'm thinking Centerville out there on the edge of the 180. Yeah. They it's in the be, center of something. It's in the center of something. What? I don't know, but it's definitely, you know, <laughs> I remember, it's not the center of Fresno County, but. No. I can't remember where, but like driving up north, like last time I went to Oregon, where you see somewhere it says like a city where it says the center of California or something like that. There's, uh, um, if you, somewhere between here and Merced, there's yeah. uh, along the 41? 99. 99? 99, yeah. Yeah, there's a, a palm tree. And a cedar tree right next to each other, and it's supposed to symbolize the South and Northern America yeah. divide. The cedar tree is obviously America? north, and the palms. Yeah, it's a neat little Easter egg to look for on the ninety-nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, California. Sorry, not America, California. Okay, um, that's yeah, that's what I was At one point, they were talking about uh, splitting California into two states, and that was going to be the dividing line. I think. Uh, there was a time where. One of these earthquakes might do it for us. So. Th- somebody, somebody on a council somewhere didn't know what they represented, and they were going to chop them down. They're like, everyone's like, no. Are you mad? Yeah. Th- those those trees pitch are forks. <laughs> yeah. Torches like, and pitchforks, man. I'm sure they were going to like, oh, oh, okay. Then yeah, no, no, we won't, we won't chop. I'm down. sure they were going to build a Starbucks there or something. <laughs> so it's like you got to just. It's like literally like. You got you know southbound, northbound. Yeah. It's in the center. Yeah, <laughs> so it's not off amongst the all the somewhere. oleanders. Yeah. <laughs> well, who who wouldn't mind a drive through Starbucks in the middle of the freeway? I mean, Wait, the, oh my god, the freeways are so. We, we would, no, we would get like queues thousands of miles long on the freeway. <laughs> well, who wouldn't mind? You know, our freeways are so well uh, protected, and <laughs> and, the, and, the, and, the, and the traffic's are so smooth, and our and our traffic's are so smooth on our freeways. Where's my little uh, sad trombone? Uh, I started the centrum when I cut it off, but yeah, but, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, driving um, on Willow, going into the Chestnut Diagonal there by yeah. Blackbeards, there are people queuing on the Chestnut Diagonal to go through, winding through the parking lot to the <laughs> Dutch Brothers on the far side over by you know the exit onto Ashland. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like yeah, you people don't need your coffee that bad. 
Well, <laughs> I mean, waiting in those lines is like I could be at home, brew a pot, sit down, and let you drink know, the halfway whole pot. through. I could drink the half of the pot by the time you get to place your order. Well, that's <laughs> what's crazy, like that, and you know, in and out, where like somebody <sighs> walks through the line with the with the t- to take it or like that to me is too much because unless. All of a sudden, the whole cars are going to move, like, pull up, got your coffee, and pay, and go. That's not how it works out, but they're Well, so they do that with Dutch Brothers, too. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. Dutch Brothers, in and out, where the guy, or whoever the walks with the through. tablet go through and take your order, yeah. And it doesn't make it faster. So no, I keep thinking, doesn't. if they didn't do that, how fucking slow would this You can only be? brew. And yeah. You yeah. can only flip burgers so fast. You can only brew that drink so fast. And well, and the, the, the little brewing that drinks is not fast because it's a bunch of, you know, 20-year-olds bubbly people that sit there and talk to each other more than they do their job well you see like you have to think i don't know how my brain works but you see the little tiny uh building they they work out of like Mm -hmm. it's a cracker box yeah how efficient do you think they're going to be where they could like turn out that quickly you know stuff even even in and out with the bigger building it still takes so long whenever i go over to my friends (laughs) once a week we always go to dutch brothers and um, there's there's <laughs> there's two two locations. We go the first one, which is within a half mile of each other. Right, or within a mile of each other. Yeah, right. Because first as we as go to the one on Shaw and West that used to be the Wiener Schnitzel. Yeah. Um, and but we got a we got a grading system. It's like if the cars are beyond the yeah. taco shop, we go to the other one because the can- chances are if this one's like super busy, the other one we can it's drive not. right up to the window. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's usually the case. And it's literally <laughs> a mile from Shaw to, to Bullard. Bullard. Yeah. That is one mile. So these two locations are literally one mile apart. <laughs> mm-hmm. That well, is walking distance, people. Well, I mean, yeah, Starbucks is like what every other block. It seems like or whatever. Well, I mean, in River Park there were two. You could stand at one and wave at somebody at the other. Yeah, <laughs> until they built a few more buildings. Yeah. Yeah, they finally closed it. I thought. I think yeah. so. No. Yeah. Did I think they? one of them. Yeah, I think one they of them. Closed they closed. One of, I saw somewhere like. Well, now Dutch, you know, Dutch Bros and a few other things are springing up here and there. It's kind of a. Uh, it's giving Starbucks a run, a run for their money. There. Yeah. Yeah, well, time. I mean, they were springing up so fast and so they couldn't numerous. Keep up. Yeah. They kind of overbuilt. Yeah. yeah, and they had to close down like two thousand locations, but it still didn't really make a dent. Yeah, <laughs> enough to make a dent. Uh, but that's kind of cool that you know, the center was different or reestablished. That reminds me of I don't know the exact. I don't know if they'll talk about it here, but where the where the four states meet, Utah. Oh yeah, oh, four, the corners. Five, four corners. Four corners. Yeah. The four corners. That is actually not there. That that's not where they have that little um, marker. That that's not the, the exact uh, center of it. Yeah, I'll have to look it up somewhere because I remember seeing years ago where it's actually off. I don't know by how how many miles or something, but that's hmm. not the actual center of the four. So when you do well, the whole, everybody's in a different state. Yeah, like, yeah, you're, you're wrong. You're, like, you're, you're all in one state. That's probably it. Yeah. Well, when a lot of gotta remember a lot of this stuff. Should use like, the metric system. Kind of like uh, you know finding the center of North America. A lot of this stuff was done. Uh, with rope maps and, with <laughs> maps and rope and you what, know sextants and if you have you know, your, the your the sun and then you have your two guys with one has uh citro bob feet and one has these little bitty hooves and so like one's like okay three feet and they're like what are you talking about man it's like 10 feet here yeah, yeah. so you know a lot of this stuff is done you know very at best with the best technology available 150 years ago but even that for since then to sort of uh you know section off the 50 states like that's a huge feat you know yeah i, I constantly get amazed huge when i read feet? about ah. oh i see what i did there <laughs> <laughs> and little feet no, 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 but that's one of those things where you think about people that sort of uh not only that, but the old stuff that they built, the temples and all that, but you see, like, all these crazy things that they did. Nowadays, you, you use your phone and you think you're, you're a genius, but like, this, this, you had to know something back then to be able to 
you know, declare yourself an expert or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, when I hear somebody's an expert, my brain immediately goes like, how how stupid is this person? Anyone yeah. with access to the internet could be an expert, quote unquote quote, an, an expert. expert. How, how many people go on WebMD and all of a sudden like, damn, you got cancer? He's <laughs> like, my ears itch. <laughs> oh God, yeah. do not use WebMD. You I remember be, everything's cancer. Yeah. When we were when I took Lily to the doctor when we were first concerned that she might you know have autism or sensory processing disorder. Yeah, I told her doctor I was like, so we. Looked up symptoms on the internet, and I know you probably shudder <laughs> yeah, when people yeah. say that. She's a like, chill runs down their spine. She's like, it depends. I was like, okay, well, this is what we found, and this is what she. She's like, okay, yeah, that's actually accurate. Okay. So, <laughs> I was like, but I like wanted to preface it. It's like I'm yeah. sure you hate it when but people I'm not say gonna they be looked like, up their symptoms. I on know the more than you know, but <laughs> she's probably ready to like. Let me go to the next room and like yell into a pillow. Yeah, or something. she's like, well, I told you this. Yeah, well, WebMD told me this. Webmd Do- Web Oz me, like, told me. Yeah. Or my favorite, you look at Yahoo Answer. <laughs> that's the uh. best way to go. Like, according to WebMD, I have cancer. Dude, you just have indigestion. <laughs> oh my god, I ate I ate a lot of pasta and all of a sudden like I'm just bloated. Like I'm gonna die. And then WebMD, you got cancer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Everything's cancer. Everything's cancer. Well, you know, prop sixty five. Yeah, I was gonna say prop need, <laughs> we need a prop sixty five label on that spaghetti you're eating, man. I just I, had like, some like I just said, just you know, at all California border cl- crossings, just put a giant prop sixty five. You will get cancer, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to California. You will get we cancer. We need just, you know, dro- drones on twenty four hour patrol around the California and border. Prop sixty five or yeah. <laughs> just cool biplanes, nice little, little yeah. It's like we see those every now and then for like Chick Chansey or something like that. Some some the local um, casino, yeah. yeah. It's like Chick Chansey. It's like that's a horribly inaccurate means of advertisement now yeah. because we see it, but we're like, what does the banner? Yeah. Say? Oh yeah, it's, uh, I'm honest, it's yeah. Like, what is I can't I can't see what the banner says, but that plane fuel is not <laughs> cheap. <laughs> well, see, think with that reasoning, maybe. Because to me, you have to be so close to see it. Mm-hmm. So like, you have to be so close that you're like with two exits from the place. So maybe yeah, but they have to be so high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's a horribly inaccurate means of transport or um, advertisement. And imagine being the poor uh, pilot, which is like, well, this is my life, and I just zip back and forth through this stupid air, mm-hmm. air uh, space. Yep. Oh man. Uh, I mean, actually, that'd probably be a pretty fun. You know, after, it sounds like an afternoon. You're in your plane. No one's bothering you. But you're getting uh, paid. But you're going back paid. and forth, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It depends. We have to do some background. Depending who they hire, maybe I could get a gig as that. Like, have like two hours in the plane. Like, have my little trainee license, you know? <laughs> Look been, at that yaw. Con- you see that yaw yeah. control? I have eyes, don't I? <laughs> yeah. I have one eye anyway. <laughs> uh, so the next state is actually, now we're jumping to Ohio. So eyes. Uh, Ohio, Ohio. The U.S. Postal Service, which is the USPS, first started transporting parcels. Thank back you for in clarifying that. It had a, it had a, that's <laughs> my favorite. Like I, I verbatim, I go through the um, how the guy wrote it. And it wasn't long before people started sending some rather unique packages. Wait a minute, the U.S. Well, I guess it was a pony. So was it the Pony Express? You know, originally way uh, back in the way back in the late 1800s, I think. Yeah, before, but so it was because what what put the Pony Express out of business was the telegraph. Oh, that what it was. Well, so yeah. like. Morse code, Morse code put the Pony Express out of business, basically. So it wasn't until 1913 where it became the U.S. Postal Office. I thought that was before that, but maybe not. Before the post office became like the entity with government, it was a 
government slash private industry. Yeah, but the post office is actually a private industry. Yeah. Most people don't know that. Yeah, I, oh, I, I, I figured it was it. government. Yeah, just like United Fed. States Postal Service. Well, it's the United States government. No. No. Why would you think uh, that? Just like <laughs> Federal Express and UPS. <laughs> oh, they're private for sure. Yeah, yeah oh, they're, they're all private. Well, oh, you mean like the post office is like But that, I mean yeah. FedEx, Federal Express. Oh, yeah. I never even kind of considered UPS, that. UPS, yeah, you know, yeah. Uni- and... Uh, United Postal Service. Yeah. UPS. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, it sounds all federal government, you know, it sounds like government entity, but it's actually p- somewhat privately owned. It's a pri- private public partnership, kind of like PG&E. Where so, it's so don't pri- be afraid of talking Technically, about it's privately owned, but the government tells it what to do or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They regulate and, it. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. it has to get government authority to raise its prices. <laughs> Which it does every six months or whatever. Yeah. Goddamn stamps. You buy the forever stamps and then they just cost more later. Stamps are still cheap. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mm, relatively, the price of yeah, stamps yeah. will climb ever higher. Hey, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's 50 cents and I can mail something across the country. Mm-hmm. Name something else that you can do that with. You know, for like, No, you're not going to ship anything for that cheap. It's like, yeah, it's expensive now compared to what it used to be, but it's still fairly cheap. Yeah. Well, so it doesn't mention here when, but so shortly after 1913, they started sending unique packages. The first known case of someone mailing their child using the U.S. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yep. They're Ohio. under 50 pounds or something. I like saw that. the, I seen the picture yeah, of the little baby postage. Out the, yeah, the guy with a little on his nose. postage thing on their well, what jacket. Was, <laughs> what was that? Um, yeah, it was on the Simpsons where Bart was trying to mail Lisa and he slapped a bunch yeah, of stamps Yeah, a bunch of stamps there, shoved yeah. her, stupid <laughs> mailman yeah. Selling me out. <laughs> <laughs> she's like spitting up the, the stamps. stamps yeah. how, how smart is Bart to know that, you know, she's going to take a lot of That was even possible. <laughs> well, not only that, but that how many stamps she needed, you know, because how many, how many people mail a letter and they put just went, no, you need two stamps. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, Mr. and Mrs. Beagle realized that it was quite cheap and possible at the time to have their eight month old baby shipped to their grandmother a few eight miles away. Month? Eight month old baby. Here oh you go, God. stranger. Take her away, you know. If CBS hey grandma, was did you get my back then? My God, grandma, did you or mom, did you get the baby? What baby? Yeah, I sent it like three weeks ago. <laughs> she just got returned and just sitting in the mail room. Just oh, that's it cracks me up that you're you know oh. doing the the, the the finger phone thing. Yeah, Hello? most people didn't have phones. Well, that's if they did. Mom. It was the the two. <laughs> yeah, it was the mount, wall mounted you know, earpiece and you speak into the thing mounted oh, on the Mabel? wall. Yeah, yeah. Start talking, you know. Well, did you hear what the milkman did? Do the little crank on the yeah. side. Yeah, <laughs> or you know, what is it like? And then the you talk like to the, the central, you know, the dispatcher. Can you connect me to Klondike Five? Blah 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 blah. Oh yeah, it was uh, Chief Wiggum was like, "Get me the mayor or whatever," and is like, uh, and then his wife gets. Oh it. yeah, get me Superintendent Chalmers. Superintendent Chalmers. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> She tells me Wiggum couldn't remember the number, but he knew that Sarah did. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. I mean, uh, how many times they said like nine one one? Yeah, yeah. Making Call nine one one. Yeah, what operator? Give me the number for nine one one. Nine one one. Yeah. Uh, let's see the next state. Oh, here uh, we go. I re- yeah, just real quick though. Yeah. Mailing. What was it? Nineteen thirteen. You could mail a kid. Well, after nineteen thirteen. After nineteen thirteen. Yeah. yeah. They did that for a couple of years before it became really inconvenient. Um, or somebody said, you know what, maybe this isn't, <laughs> this isn't the, best, isn't idea. the best idea. I was talking to a coworker a long time ago when I was at DPS. And this, this is at the same time when cocaine was in a lot of different products. Mm-hmm. Cocaine was seen kids as medicine? a... Yeah. The, it was uh, in kids' medicine. It yeah. was in chewing gum. It was seen as a... Chewing gum. Huh? It was seen as a safe, non-addictive, <laughs> non-addictive alternative yeah. to morphine. People mm-hmm. were using it for head colds. Well, oh, like yeah. when we went to that um, I got museum, the sniffles. Yeah. It was, what were some of the things in the 
the apothecary is like arsenic, <laughs> yeah. you know, laudanum, uranium, yeah. right? Or lithium? Or I don't know if lithium. Yeah, right, but uh, some slightly oh radioactive stuff. People were putting, um, yeah, uranium. Yeah. On on their teeth to make their teeth shine and glow. It was a real novelty that mm. your teeth would glow in the dark. Mm. A few years down the road, your freaking jaw falls off. And you've got <laughs> your head is swollen with the, different types of cancers. The like it was mainly women that used to work on putting like the glow in the dark stuff on watches. And they'd sit there and, like, lick the paintbrushes to, like, you know, make them pointy. So yeah. they're just sucking on uranium. Like, golly, man. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, when you don't I mean, know, you, you don't know. You should OSHA, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, like, imagine yeah. that, though. You're just swallowing uranium. Like, wow, look at me glowing. This is awesome. The next day, your jaw just I falls mean, off. so just, you know, to complete the picture, it's like you're trying to mail your kid. And it's like your postman's got a cold, but, you know, it's okay. He just took a bump of cocaine. He's going <laughs> to <make laughs> push through the day. It's okay. You could totally trust this guy with your kid. Well, imagine that asshole mailman that, you know, hates do, to do his rounds, so he just, like, dumps him in the dumpster. Just oh, my God. <laughs> just Every election bit. year, we always hear about, you know, tons of mail being shoved into ravines, shoved oh, into yeah, lost all in the ballots, rooms, yeah. all the ballots that are lost. Parcels in- just chucked in the woods, you know, just like, fuck that. I'm not taking this. Like, there was a guy that Go file was, a claim. Yeah. you know, a drug dealer that got <clears throat> caught with a bunch of ballots in his car. A drug dealer. This, this past election, wow. yeah, there, he was, be he was being dealer. chased by the police, and he was running, of course, because he had all kinds of drugs in his car. <laughs> yeah. But when they finally caught him, I'm not was going through his car. There was like a bunch of ballots in there. Wow, he's like he just forgot, man. The, the drugs took precedent, and I couldn't couldn't do that. Where do you think you're going? Well, I was about to talk about a state that uh, we need to junk on, please. but. We kind of met our quota for the day, so I don't know. What do you guys want to wrap well, up? What with? was the last one? Because you're about to go into it. Well, goddamn Oklahoma. Screw Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma. <laughs> I wrote, you know what? I wrote there. And I, I mean, it's got it. a musical, musical name after it. So, I mean, it's yeah. got to be. Well, I thought they named the state after the musical. No, I'm just kidding. Could be. <laughs> no, actually, I think it's a native name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'll give you the headline. The only Old known Joe case. Is dead. <laughs> I will say that it is not my fault, but the only known case of a person being struck by space junk happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And with Tony, that note. I told you no littering, damn it. I was probably high off some uh, angel dust. Ah, See what happens when you throw dust, your yeah. empty cans out of your window? It's probably like releasing. That mither's going to come after you. It's probably like a Winnebago or, you know, one of those plants just like releasing the. Oh, oh man, man. No. Bet Midler. Midler. What? <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we'll we'll leave. We'll jump ship because we're on state thirty-six, so we we hung on these pretty good. So, yeah, and we actually stayed on topic today. Ah. Well, well, I meant meant like we we stuck on you know a handful of them because we still got one, two, three, four, five states that don't listen to us, and I can't do the quick math. Nine that do. So, okay, uh, so just run down the list. What's the ones that don't listen to us? At the time of this recording. Oh, just so. Oh, so we'll check next time. Well, I have it written, but uh, Oklahoma. South Dakota, that's why it's like, you guys want to go. We'll do research because I want to see what else South Dakota has to behold. Uh, Vermont, which, uh, Vermont's very nice. I've seen a lot of pictures of that. West Virginia. And isn't there a song? Something in West Virginia? What's that? Yeah. There's a Country John Road. Denver song. Yeah, the Country Road, Road Take Me Home. Yeah. <laughs> John, John Denver writes full shit. <laughs> yeah, John Denver. Well, John Denver, stick to Colorado. Um, <laughs> and last but not least, which this is honestly over the state, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if I thought about it before, but Wyoming. Kind of disappointed. I like Wyoming a lot. 
Come on, no. come on, West Virginia. I listen to your show. I listen to Timcast. Is it the? Hey, we've, got, we've got distant relatives there. Is it the? Very distant. Is Wyoming the red state? Is that one? Uh, uh, I know nothing about state. Wyoming. Yeah, I don't know why I keep thinking of the red state, but I know it's very like. It, it's very. Um, there's a lot of reservations there. Yeah. See, to me, when I, I rode through like the southern part, and I remember thinking it reminded me a lot of like Arizona, how red it is, like. Uh, like the red rocks. Yeah, the red rocks. Red. Maybe that's why my, my brain tries to fill it in, but. We'll, we'll find out by next time uh, for your some of these 50 states. Uh, this has been your host, Tony Shava, with... That's the Supreme Driver. And driven through, what, nine states, I said, or something? Yeah. And... Uh, Discussions with Davis, YouTube's Rumble and Spotify. Uh, Mark. Yeah, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, not a, that's a good... Blatant self-promotion, Mark. <laughs> Blatant self-promotion, Mark. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, now, now we're talking. Uh, so I, saw, I saw an opening <clears throat> and I took it. <laughs> Wing and a prayer like the Wright brothers. Uh, we'll, we'll wrap this up again next time. Uh, talk to you later. Toodles.